Well, hello, everyone. Um, I should say Merry Christmas, really, or sort of pre-Merry Christmas, I suppose, if you're listening to this before the big day. If not, I hope you had a good time. Uh, we are here with Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam, and we've, well, we've basically decided to, I say, summarise the year. We thought we would get together because it's been a little bit, we've both been, I think, rather busy over the period leading up to um, December and then the Christmas break and we thought well it's been a good time for reflecting as well now as we start to sort of trundle down into the the Christmas holidays and we're filling up with Christmas spirit we thought let's let's look back on a on a well quite a year I think everyone's had a, mm. a, a quite a year in various <laughs> yeah. various ways um, and it's um, yes it's it's been it's been uh, it's been emotional and it's been a, a lot going on of course and and there's much more to come in 2022 of course but from a marketing standpoint and I I suppose I would add in here as well a, a freelance standpoint or, or a small business owner standpoint. I think there's been particular lessons that we've probably learned or things that we, we've changed, we've done, we've adapted um, during the year. So we thought, well, let's try, we tried to say let's share three each um, of our, our ideas around what we've done, uh, yep. how we've adapted and developed. Um, but maybe it might turn into a melding of or meandering melded meander of multiple melding meander that's a good one isn't it um of, of, of all the things that we think we've we, we've learned so we've tried to stick to three each um but they are relatively but that similar. won't happen sam i mean it's sweet of you to think that but really we can't possibly limit ourselves and make it neat and tidy so so anyway what we'll do is we'll, we'll take you through our, our lessons learnt uh from 2021 and uh and then hopefully um some of these might you know resonates with you and it'd be interesting to hear what what you have learned yeah. in, in the year as well but i'm yeah. just going to hand straight over to, to sally to just kick us off with her first lesson what? learned my my first one is take time because actually it's not often that when you're working you tend to work all the time it's constant i've got things to do i've got a list i've got i've got to tick lists i've got to do this and then that leads into this and everything's but actually covid actually made us stop for a moment it made us stop it may have been because the people you were working with closed down or the budgets got screwed up or whatever reasons you had to stop and i think it's really valuable to recognize how much you got done because you were taking time so you had to think okay i haven't got these three blogs to write because that's not going to happen just at the minute so it's like oh god I, I know i'm actually going to either teach myself how to write a better blog so do some research and thought about how i'm going to do that or actually try to do a slightly quirky one. Maybe I'll write something that's a bit weird because I can try it now because I haven't got to post it immediately. I can try it, think about it, look at it carefully. But I think I'm going to take into next year, actually don't do everything at top speed because it doesn't necessarily make it better. I mean, there are some things that you might have to do at your absolute top speed. Bang, that's brilliant. And sometimes that is very successful. But I'm going to make myself put my foot on the brake and go, right, I've done that, but now I'm going to take a break and think about it and to take some time, which I think you were talking about earlier, Sam, about actually doing some conscious thinking outside the box every week. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that that's completely ties in with one of my my uh, yeah. uh three uh areas really which i think was as you say taking time i mean we sort of there, there's been that enforced um sense of, of having to sort of stop and do things differently i mean i suppose we found earlier in in the year with 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 lockdown in particular the whole thing of of you go oh gosh well i'd usually be charging around doing this that and the other 
traveling meeting people um yep. so we've been forced into having to sort of stop and slow down but but it's it's interesting because i think um the sort of pattern of my year i mean resonates with that really this whole thing of it, it, i suppose but slowing down in terms of um you know not doing as much of the normal stuff outside of work in a way and then actually on the work front i was becoming rather frantic and it was only until I suppose maybe the summer and then after the summer thinking about and, and the, yeah as you say the podcast I am um, the episode I did before which was about taking time to be creative and, mm-hmm. and and actually the benefits of of slowing down how it how it can help all of your work because trying new things is one, one of the really big things isn't there about you know you, you actually have more of a conscious focus of saying I'm not just going to do everything in the same old way and be yeah. on the treadmill um, but also that thing I just found of just just taking more time for myself to slowing down just for small amounts. So even if it was going out for a walk or something yep. and then and then or just coming back and going, well, I'm not just going to jump into getting on the screen and doing, I don't know, writing that that web copy. I'm going to sit down with a book um, to, to, to look through, you know, a notepad or something. Or I'm actually just going to do something completely different, like having a walk, like doing something else. And I know it's a bit of a luxury to be able to do that to a certain degree, being a freelancer. But then when I did it, I'd come back and I just felt immediately refreshed and so yeah. much more creative and in, 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 the, in the zone, as they say, for, for yeah. writing in particular. And, and it was only from just saying, no, I'm sort of taking time to have time or taking time to do more and and it was yep. it was a bit of something i knew known before but it almost like sometimes you know you learn these lessons and then you forget them through yep. necessity of oh, I've got to do this 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 and this but then yep. going oh hold on step back and then you slot in again don't you so i, yeah, yep. I definitely echo that because we always feel but i think we've been taught to believe that taking time is actually a waste of time you haven't got time to do that you've got to do this this and this and actually this this and this will get done quicker if you've taken a bit of time to breathe and think, okay, stop, think, prepare, and then those things will work. Because you're wound, you're all wound up as well. So your brain is doing 18 different things and it's all confused and bothered. And actually, if you just switched off for a while, it can put itself in place. It's why we dream, because your body, what your brain is trying to do is kind of sort all the mess out that's in there and put yep. it in place and put give it structure and clear it out. So yep. you need to kind of give yourself time to dream absolutely yeah i mean it's it's so i mean i've been i've been looking back at the moment into into the dear distant days of childhood and thinking about <laughs> things i think i think probably with christmas carrying on you know my, my kids obviously being very excited and you know you yeah. look you think back don't you to your own christmases as a child and um you, you you know you imagine how you were you were at the time and i think one of those crucial things i remember being terribly excited by it wasn't the location or anything i remember one in particular it was like a christmas bazaar or something my mum was helping with and i was there with my sister and one of the school friend whose mother was also helping apparently in this bazaar or setting up for it so it was like a dark friday night and we sort of hid like under these this sort of staircase in this large function building and we created i remember it being one of the most magical moments in my in my childhood we created this amazing kind of um you know imaginary world um to do with like christmas and father christmas and everything happening and it was it was extraordinary and i remember it was just so it was probably it felt like hours and hours and hours it was probably like 45 minutes whilst we were yep. being told to be quiet somewhere and it it does make you think about daydreaming about the whole the and i think part of it is that sort of that release of of, of childhood yeah. not having the sort of oh gosh i got this in my calendar next and yep. this and this and this and, and as you say, it is that sort of um, being freed up. And I think this time of year, hopefully, if, if people do get to 
actually pause properly over Christmas. I'm not saying they should be doing work stuff. Of course, they should be enjoying time with their friends and family. Yeah. But um, it does enable you to have that space a bit, doesn't it? And then that's when ideas and things gen well yeah. certainly to me they said they seem to come to you, you yeah know. they gel exactly because yeah. the other thing I, the other thing i'm going to do is to give myself time that i was mean to do and never ever do but i'm going to really be quite strict with myself is actually switch my emails off sometimes so when i sit at my computer the only thing on it is a word document and that's all i'm thinking about so i haven't got little pop-up sounds of oh, an email has arrived or oh my god i just have to check my diary or that kind of thing actually the only thing on the screen is a blank word document or possibly nothing i'm going to write it down with the fountain pen yeah oh absolutely i mean gosh oh, the curse <coughs> multiple tabs that's been an interesting thing with being on so many zoom calls this last this last year having to apologize to people just while i'm sharing my screen and go oh ignore all the tabs or yeah. I see other people's screens and they go, oh, my goodness, I've got so many tabs open. And, and that is a perfect sort of summary for me or, a, a, you know, example of how you can be, you feel like you're sort of, oh, I've got so many balls in the air, I'm juggling and getting things done. And it's like the confusion between that and actually being productive and saying, well, no, yeah. I'm being really productive because I have one thing open. That's the thing I'm yeah. focused on right now. That's what I'm doing. And that if that has to be completed, if that has to be brought up to a certain point and then handed over to someone and then I yeah. open it you know that whole that thing because uh, it particularly with this last year of being so much more on the screen and, and yeah. rarely you know traveling and talking to people yeah. making notes in meetings perhaps um yeah absolutely being being focused and productive on the task at hand um, yeah, it's doing it's we tell children to do this all the time only do one thing at a time so, you know, if you're doing an exam, you don't, you're not doing answering question one and question six at the same time. But that is effectively what we're doing. Yeah. When we're oh. on Zoom, because you can actually see what tabs you're going, oh, God, that looks interesting. I wonder what that is while I'm talking. Oh, I wonder if anyone will notice if I open that and just quickly read it. Yeah. Well, that's it. And I think actually, in particular, I would say for, um, well, for anyone, I suppose, but particularly, I think with marketers, I mean, I, I've noticed, I mean, the thing that you, you know, you can be, I mean, with my, my, for freelance projects with people i can be working on lots of different work streams as i call them um at multiple times and you can end up with a situation where yeah you've sort of got you know uh one client's twitter account in in one set of windows and you sort of close that down and pause this in the background and then you're on to a linkedin thing in the other window then you're on to canva designing this or whatever yeah. and then you're on to a google doc and you're putting the copy in and it's it's the whole i i feel this immediate sense of relief when i close those things down i'm petrified i don't know if other people have this but i'm petrified to close down a set of windows yeah. uh, in my browser in particular because i think oh no but i have to then go and reopen all these things again to get them open but i think but hang on a minute how much time are you actually spending on 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 clicking on those windows and doing anything on there or are they just there as a sort of almost a, a digital comfort blanket to sort of say oh yes. well i've got that running yeah what does that do it doesn't actually do anything <laughs> you're not actually you know if you said well today or this morning i'm focused on this project then what good does it do to have something else running in the back it's just slowing your computer down basically and then you'll be like oh i'm on a zoom call and exactly. it's low. so people are going to notice that you're on twitter if you're not doing anything yeah <laughs> so you know if, you, if you've got twitter open doesn't mean anyone's thinking oh good heavens sam's got twitter open yeah they're not gonna know because you've not done anything exactly this this is the thing and you sort of think oh it's just it's just this whole it's almost again it's so easy to you know that the, the technology we have enables us to sort of go oh well i'll be doing this this that and the, yeah. the other and lots of things but actually you know again we're not we're mismatched because we're not we're not designed really to be 
over a long period of time anyway sort of doing multiple things all at the same time and we need particularly you sam because you're a boy and i believe that you can't multitask whereas obviously i'd find all this much much easier oh of course it would would just it would just happen like that wouldn't it just be (laughs) perfect and this is it it's 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 the whole thing of thinking well yeah, I, I, I can't I can't possibly be doing all, all these things at the same time. So, you know, just stop and, and calm and, yep. and one thing at a time, which 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 is is so much more important. And particularly, say, when when there's just so much, you know, you just looking at a screen full. I mean, it's, it's probably not that much more, perhaps, than when you know if you're in an office but then it's the breaks in between perhaps mm. which you miss and the walking to yeah, a meeting that's right um which i think or traveling in my instance about traveling to a meeting um that is probably a bigger difference um yeah. and it's probably those breaks which are really important so i would have yeah. said even then actually when i would be doing that it's still far too much time probably on the screen jumping around on things yeah. and so yeah just that sort of i so suppose we're saying on that point sort of keep calm and just step back yeah. find some space find some time um because there is always time that's another thing you quite often think yes, oh, i've got no time. time i've got no yeah. time for anything rubbish uh, you know which is is total rubbish isn't it uh, and, yep. and it's, you just you almost have to call yourself out don't you and say yep. that's not actually true um you no. do um I mean, just occasionally and you can probably count these on one hand for your entire life that you actually ran out of time for something that there was so, because you had so much to do not because you'd kind of goofed on the timings but because actually you had so much to do that one day kicked over into another and you missed an absolutely crucial deadline you missed a plane or you know all these kind of things the number of times that's actually happened is probably virtually never yeah yeah exactly that's it isn't it and and and, and you just yeah you just think does it really happen or you you're creating your own artificial sort of yeah. deadlines and things and, and and also that thing of oh i can't possibly do this i can't possibly do that and because that's another thing actually sort of melding in you know, melding again connecting into this one about taking time i think is um uh the thing of um discovering and this is a bit more of a freelancer angle again i suppose apologies to people who are not in this boat um speaking from my own experience again um the whole thing of of thinking well some things can actually be done more quickly than you think and that's okay and you don't necessarily have to be sort of going okay well no no no, this you know this 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 is going to take 12 hours to do this thing and you go oh it only took seven um and you think why has that happened and my immediate thing is almost worrying that uh, I, I've got it together and think, have I actually done the right job? The thing is, if you've got processes in place to say, okay, say, as an example, then um, writing a set of um, LinkedIn posts um, for a campaign and you think, oh, that's going to take quite a while doing this and doing that. You might know roughly how long it'll take you to create the actual images, the creatives and things. And then you think, oh, I need to get all my ducks in a row with what copy I'm saying, where my calls to action da, 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 da. if you've got the correct process in place where you're checking it and then you're getting a second pair of eyes to yeah. work with you and sort of do uh-huh. a sort of a due diligence almost to say well are they correct will they actually work um have you captured the spirit and the purpose of what you're trying to do and yeah. the objectives and blah 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 blah. you've done your tick list and you go well i've actually done i focused on the task of achieving this um that's the most important thing rather yeah. than going Oh, do you know what? I think I'll just go back and do a second round of edits or just reimagine the whole thing again and do it yeah. again because I almost feel like it needs to. So sometimes you can do things more yeah. efficiently than you... And you can massively overthink things, particularly if you said it's going to take me 10 hours 
And then you think, oh, it hasn't. That must mean I, I ought to do a whole rethink of it. That must mean I haven't made them long enough or big enough, or I've got to have a much more complicated visual background to this. This has got so many. And actually, we need to also constantly think of our customers, the actual people who are going to be reading this. Mm. They also, it's like they don't want to have a website if you're writing web copy, which is absolutely packed with stuff and there's masses of journey directions and it's all a bit much. They want, this is you, this is what we offer, go over here. Mm. Really, it should, they don't want to be confused. Yeah, exactly. They don't confuse them because you think it ought to take 10 hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. Some of these, sometimes there are these arbitrary um, sort of timelines we, we give ourselves on certain things, you know, because no, no one quite knows exactly how long or... No. what you're going to need to do but until you actually do it but it's, it's mm -hmm. the sort of it's the doing isn't it a lot of the time because so often you can be sort of planning and planning and planning and planning and you should have a plan my goodness yes you should have a plan but you do things and then but it's the doing can then become far more contorted and and, and yeah. drawn out than it needs to Absolutely. be um and actually you're thinking again so i suppose it's connected as well to sort of you know well testing is another thing which that's not a new lesson i suppose i've learned but you know coming back and testing and saying and, and and your process is thinking is this connecting yeah. with the customer is this correct uh -huh. in terms of what That's i'm trying right. to use rather than i've set myself a whole day to do this um yeah. and therefore it should take me a whole day to do it I'm thinking well no hang on a second just just yeah. look, look what you're actually doing you know it's yeah. almost like, sort of, again is this a real thing to be doing yeah like a reality shift almost yeah. back from from the sort of um you know create the intangible kind of well, uh, this is how I'm organising myself. So again, it's sort of organising work, I suppose, and then thinking, but actually, what is it that I have actually done and I'm actually trying to achieve? Yeah. I think it's those, That's the, I suppose that lesson is like around just reality checking yourself. Uh, and yeah. I think as well, getting someone else to help you, that's another thing. I think when you, Absolutely. you need to reach out to others, whether it's people you're working with on a project or, um, or colleagues, trusted peers and people yeah. like that, just having that sort of coaching almost and mentoring yeah, this is another meld into something which i which this year taught me is that because sometimes um people weren't people who wanted to check it with weren't available because they were either unwell or their their, their routines had changed dramatically because of covid etc um you sometimes had to reach out to somebody who wasn't quite the right person or the person you didn't think was the right person so and you suddenly find that wow this is amazing. I've, I've tried to check this with somebody I wasn't expecting, like a salesperson, when I was actually expecting to speak to a marketeer, and they've given me a completely different approach. This is absolutely genius. So I'm going to do that more. Reach out to people, kind of slightly unexpected people, and see what they have to say. Mm. Just because it can sometimes make you think, oh, I've been going in slightly the wrong direction here. Maybe I'll have to do this. And actually, a marketeer might have helped you together you'd have gone in equally the wrong direction because you're both marketers and you think oh yes we must get the call to action right whereas a salesperson might say no you're not thinking about the audience person right yeah you've got completely the wrong audience here yeah absolutely well that's the thing i think that sort of uh, diversity of opinion i suppose is the thing isn't mm. it it's sort of having that that sense of being able to understand you know get get others, as you say get others to sort of come back and feedback to you on things and yeah. um and, and and achieve that that balance of them saying have you thought about it like this? And you go, oh, oh, no, that's, yeah, I'll incorporate that. And uh, yeah. maybe it'll be something I learned for the long term as well, you know, in the yeah, general yeah. approach. So, yeah, I think that's an important one, definitely. Um, uh, get, getting that uh, that feedback from you. And not being afraid to seek the feedback as well, I suppose. Yeah, um, absolutely. Sort of, 
Because it can't go that wrong. You really can't. I mean, it's, you know, this is another thing you can probably count on one hand when for your whole life. And people have said, no, that's completely crap and you're useless. I mean, yeah. it's not impossible that you might have some very unfortunate colleagues, but largely people will try and help. Mm. And even if they say that's completely crap and you're useless, they'll probably say that's completely crap. You're useless. Why don't we work together to make it better? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, being being uh, in a place where you can actually, yeah, progress and, and move things forward, yeah. and, and not being again, not being afraid to see that something you have done is perhaps you know you can you can again learn a lesson from it, can't you? Go, yep. Okay, yeah, I can see why that might not be right, and then okay, let let's try it this way. You know, it's 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 actually really important to to be able to, you know, yep. um, learn those lessons and, and be open to learning and and and, and yeah. changing developing i suppose and which... talking to other marketeers is really important because you can get particularly if you're busy actually very locked in only doing things in certain ways so i only do linkedin or facebook that's all i do that's what i do and actually when you start talking to other um marketeers they'll go really because god when i do linkedin posts i always kind of back it up with a tiktok video you think oh yeah actually and you've got you share a similar audience mm. so really i think it's very valuable talking to other marketers oh absolutely yeah definitely i i think it is. being brave enough to do tiktok videos yeah yeah well as you said as you were sort of saying earlier on the whole thing of actually you know moving into to trying things you know differently and and, and not being afraid to try these different things and and understanding how they yeah. how they can actually um, benefit you and, and just seeing what happens really that's that's the other thing I think isn't it because um, I suppose this sort of in a kind of a way reverses into my yeah. um, one of my major le- lessons which I was going to oh it's all it's all melding as we thought um, but, but um, around the idea of um, uh, flexibility which I think when we talk to Mike uh, Foster mm-hmm. Oh gosh, in the summer, whenever that was. Oh yeah, um, so it seems like a year ago. Yeah, it feels like ages, doesn't it? Um, I think he he was asking about what what have we learned from COVID in particular. But um, mm. I think for me again, it's it's been really reinforced the flexibility angle. So I've yeah. been talking to various people who have you know they they've had a um, their their product um, which they've been you know they they they've sold it in a, a certain way for a number of years um, and it's relied on face-to-face uh, to a large extent and and then they've had to radically during the, the the worst of the lockdowns they've had to reinvent it so they've had an alternative which is great but then when you get to this point now where we are with this you know omicron variant coming out and everyone's thinking well actually now we've sort of we've gone through the worst of this probably and therefore you know we will we've already recreated our offering and the way in which we sell it and to communicate with our audience and so on and so forth and then you think right now is it time to get back to inverted commas normal or more normality as it were yeah and then it's like oh no no there's the rug that's been pulled and you go oh okay um so now what and that's the flexibility both in terms of yeah you know your marketing comms and, and the fact that you know you have to be okay with everyone else you know your customers have to be flexible and they you have to sort of yeah. get on the same level with them to make them understand your flexibility because of circumstances but you have to communicate with them well to understand yep. that but also operationally my goodness i mean various people i've seen who who've, they've had to just you know pivot on a penny and and, and oh, yeah. reorganize things so again yep. sort of the management side of things the leadership has yep. to be so good at making sure everyone's like look 
this is not certain we have to be flexible we don't know what's going to happen but this is sort of plan a this is contingency b this is contingency c and d it's the contingency planning and i think the sort of having a plan that is flexible which i know something voice have talked about you know having that plan that's flexible i mean if you'd started even this time last year and thinking well we're in the depths of covid so plan a is this this is our plan for the year there's no way that's going to be the same now, is it? I mean, it, yeah. and, it, and mm-hmm. we're thinking now, everyone's on the cusp of 2022 thinking, well, where are we going to be this time next year? Who knows? Yeah. What what can we even plan? But the only thing you can plan for is uncertainty almost. Yeah. I so, do think um, well, flexibility is really, really important. And you do have to, as you say, have contingency A, B and C, all these things. But it does, I'm going to sound really boring now, but it, you'll be much more confident with your, with your flexibility if you do keep a really good eye on your budget. So budget them. Don't just go, oh, well, I can't control the budget because that's, oh, I don't know, because that'll, that's what will make you go bust to start with, apart from anything else. But it'll also make you feel more comfortable and confident if you can actually say, I know where the money's going. Mm. I know what money's coming in. I know what I can spend. And actually, if this doesn't happen, I know that I can move this money here. That money can come from there. And you do have to keep that as a quite a nice, firm foundation to all your flexible stuff. Mm. oh god absolutely well that's the thing is is because it, it's almost i suppose it's this sort of um little islets isn't it really so there, there mm. are there are points of stability and there are there's like a you know a bedrock i'm going yeah. to crazy here but yeah as you said the bedrock of understanding well i know i've got a certain amount of resources to to be able to use in this year and so okay there's probably going to be a lot of change the things i plan now may very well they may happen they may change they may yeah. not happen at all but as you say, I, I, I know where I am in terms of the resources I can use and budget yeah. I can use during the year. So, yeah, when those contingencies potentially happen and it may be a contingency I haven't even thought of, at least yeah. we know where we are. So, again, I suppose it's all the sort of the, 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 the planning, but more just the, the ongoing processes that back up yeah. all of that work, isn't it? The operational side of understanding, well, yeah, we, we know exactly where we are and therefore what we have available to move to a different position yeah. not sort of as you say just going well who knows just chuck the cards in the air and we'll, <laughs> exactly. we'll just spend the money yeah and then we've spent yeah. it all and it's all gone it's like okay yeah. so now there's a massive opportunity because all of a sudden uh we discover that you know the lockdowns have, have finished for good who knows and, and omicron has actually now exactly night and uh and now yeah. we've got no money left to do anything um yeah. oops yeah oopsie daisy well that's all for now join us next time for more reflections on 2021 and if you want to contribute to the conversation you can find us on facebook on linkedin and also you can just google us basically at marty meanders so until next time take care bye for now